0: Welcome to Performance Mind Unlocked, your performance mindset podcast hosted by me, Rienzo Colpo. This is the place for athletes to really tune in their mental game as we dive into what performance means in this arena. So, whether you're building yourself up from the couch to your first 5K run, or you're looking for a podium finish in an upcoming world championship, your greatest resource, ally, and enemy is your mind. It'll definitely define your success or struggle. So in these podcasts, I will discuss topics that are designed to provoke you, to interrogate your mindset, to challenge your mental approach and look at where you allow yourself to feel weak. And then, of course, where you can tap into unimaginable potential. Thank you for joining me. I hope that you find it interesting. And with no further delay, please enjoy the latest episode. So welcome to the 2020 launch edition of the Performance Mind Unlocked podcast, and really today's podcast is all about how do you set yourself up for success in twenty twenty. You know, there's so many perspectives on setting goals and New Year's resolutions, and everybody hates New Year's resolutions, and there's a conversation to be had about that, by the way. But but really, it's about what are you doing to set yourself up for success. You know, the greatest way that you can ensure that you have the year that you would love to have, the success that you would love to have, is to make it happen. And the great and the only way to do that is to be clear about what you want up front. The greatest mistake we make each year is falling into each year with all kinds of hopes and dreams and no context, no clarity of commitment, and no true north to follow. So this podcast is about an opportunity to take these steps and deliberately create the success that you're looking for in 2020 so that you're taking ownership of that. Nothing is left to chance and you know what you're working on. So with that, let's launch into it. And, and of course, you know, let's say the most important thing right now, and that is Happy New Year. I do wish you a year that is going to be powerful, successful, fulfilling, and, and something that really speaks to to your core, to your heart, and and what's most important to you. Let's start off by having a look at, so what is it uh, around goals? So there are a couple of things. You've got to start by having a look at what you wanted to achieve in 2019 or in the year past, and how did you do? in relation to those goals. So whether they were very well-articulated, measured goals that you wrote down, that you were clear on, that you worked towards systematically, um, or whether they were dreams, aspirations, that kind of thing. Have a look at at what, what you set as targets, as goals, as milestones for yourself in the year past. And and it's important to take stock of how well did you do, how far did you get, and and what did you achieve. Um, did you get there 75% of the way, did you get there 30% of the way, did you get there 90% of the way, did you get there all the way, did you Did you fully achieve what you were looking for and if you did, a great thing to do is to ask yourself, what did you do, what was the process, what were the actions, what were the thought processes, what was the, the mental process, foundation that you work from that ensured that you achieved those goals because if you can quantify that if you can see that and, and make it tangible for yourself then it's something that you can replicate you can use that as an approach as a, a formula to to handle how you approach the year ahead or, or the goals that you have for the year ahead so that's important so always do a debrief on yourself what worked how did I achieve what I achieved how can I replicate that in the year ahead? And and similarly, you know, if you set a goal for yourself and you hit it 75%, and maybe that's subjective, maybe you can measure that very specifically, objectively. Um, either way, if you decide I hit 75%, there was a 25% gap, then the question is, what did I do to get that 75%? You know, what worked? How did I get all the way that I did? Um, that promoted the results that I got and then what was the gap what was missing what could I have done differently what should I do differently what I need to do to close that gap so have a look at at closing that gap so that that goal can be complete even if it wasn't achieved and maybe that becomes a part of your 2020 process your your year ahead but always do that debrief what worked what didn't work how do I close the gaps and uh, and do I want to close those gaps? And what would leave me feeling complete regarding the year past? So it's always important to finish off the year so that you're not dragging one year into the next. I think that's part of the problem that we face, you know, where uh, I don't know about you, but everybody keeps saying this year has just flown by. It has been, it seems to get faster and faster every year you know, one minute you wake up and it's first of January and the next minute you wake up and it's, you know, kind of late October, November and we're winding down the year and it's a question of where did that year go? And I think that part of that is because one year bleeds into the other because we don't finish off one year, complete it, clarify what we want to achieve in the new year and then move into the new year. So, so it's important to have a look at that. And 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 I really do recommend that, especially from a sporting perspective. You know, debrief yourself on all the events that you entered, on all the training that you did, what were your... And this is an important thing, just a quick sideline. You know, as athletes, we're so good at having a look at our weaknesses, what we need to do to build ourselves, how we need to lift our game, add extra strength, add extra speed, add extra... Um, watts per kilogram add extra everything to our performance so that we can improve so every year we will set a goal for ourselves um, a target number a PB that we're going for and and then if we don't achieve that or where we see our, our weaknesses creeping in we become super uber critical of ourselves and we become very judgmental of ourselves and we see our weaknesses as a downfall And so as a part of wrapping up your year, I'd really encourage you to have a look at what didn't work, right? But do it objectively, not subjectively, not with the whip. (laughs) Put that whip down. Have a look at you know what didn't work as objectively as you can, almost like a scientist looking into a microscope, and then and then have a look at what worked. What did you achieve? What went well. And this is not an ego trip, right? This is not something that you could well you can, I guess if you want, but it's not designed for you to plaster all over social media go for it but the purpose of the exercise is, is to just honestly and humbly acknowledge yourself for all of the hard work that you put in what you did well and what you achieved and where you shot the lights out because guaranteed you did you know maybe not in areas you wanted to maybe not in areas that you planned to but certainly in some areas if not all the areas, you shut the lights out and it's important to just honestly and humbly pat yourself on the back and go, that is something that I did well, and that is a wonderful foundation for me to build on into the year ahead. How do I replicate that? How do I how do I use this as the springboard into you know, so that I can really appreciate the value that I bring? And 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 as the side side note, you know a bit with gratitude is, is is a really good thing you know if it just you know what, the one thing that we struggle with as athletes is, is self confidence a lot of athletes it's either bravado um there's some self confidence in in people who really do a lot of inter- <laughs> internal interrogation um where you see a quiet performance confidence um those are the people who are, who see what they did well who acknowledge what they did well who, um who are grateful for for what they can do and what they're able to do and then they go out and they just do that and they use that as the springboard into the next level. So I encourage you to go down that road. Really debrief yourself on the year past what worked what didn't and uh and a bit of gratitude and a bit of uh, self-care right right I've said enough about that so so we wrap up 2019 um Do it on a piece of paper. Do it in a little journal. um, However you choose to, but just you know, unpack the year that passed, and and I really recommend it. It, It's it's really cathartic, and it's it's such a a liberating experience because you you kind of free yourself from all of the anxiety of the year past, and it's liberating to see what you've achieved, and 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 sometimes a reality check. Wow, I actually did that, and you get all that done. And then you have a look into 2020. And I want to have a quick chat about resolutions. Now, the reason that people take resolutions is... And this is why it's such a big thing. 31st of December, you see it over and over again. You know, people say, this year, I'm going to start gym. This year, I'm going to lose weight. This year, I'm going to stop smoking. This year, I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to fill in the blank. And, and people do that because they have a look at their weaknesses. They have a look at parts of themselves that they're unhappy about, that they've been whipping themselves internally about. You know, we've all got that loud internal critic and sometimes that critic, you know, kind of owns us. And and so we we have a look at our past and we go into reaction about the things that we're unhappy about. And so we make a New Year's resolution. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to be faster. I'm going to attend more training sessions, I'm going to uh, stop drinking, stop smoking, stop overeating, you know, whatever it is. The thing about that is it's never sustainable, right, for a number of reasons. Firstly, because our approach to that commitment is usually uh, a bit lukewarm. It's, It's usually not clear, crystallized, measurable, verbalized, articulated in some kind of a way that is achievable. And, and, you know, and that we know exactly what we're working on and what we need to achieve and, and by when. So that's the first problem with it. But the second problem with it, and this is the most crucial um, issue I have with it, um, or that we see with it rather, and, and that is that it comes out of reaction. It comes out of, I don't like that about myself. I'm going to change it. Um and so we go into the new year with this I'm going to change myself. I'm resolute. I have a resolution to change myself, to fix myself, to be better. That's bullshit. When has anybody trying to fix themselves or change themselves ever succeeded? It doesn't happen. We can't change ourselves. Yes, we can change behaviors. Yes, we can adopt new behaviors. Yes, we can become healthier, become leaner, become wiser, become whatever. Um, we can we can certainly approach our lives smarter, um, but that 's a choice to change behavior that 's not a you, you it 's not a it 's not through focusing on fundamental internal change now I know that there's schools of thought that are going to be arguing with me and say yes you can change yourself and and there are all kinds of models for it okay um i 've been in the human development space and in the coaching space for the last eleven years ten years going on eleven years and uh you know I've seen over and over again through thousands of clients, through teams that I've coached, through um, whether they're being sporting teams or, or business teams, teams of executives, leaders, people don't change. They choose different behaviors based on their circumstances or based on the outcomes that they want, but they don't inherently change as people. Um, yes, our characters can metamorphosize over time, sure, and maybe metamorphosize is just semantics for change, I get you, but resolutions based on change are a rabbit hole to pain and giving up, because it's all about self-judgment. It's all about what I'm unhappy about in myself. And you know, the minute I can let myself off the hook, the minute you know my 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 internal um, watchdog, my conscience or my perseverance, whatever you want to call it. The minute he or she stops looking, you know, over my own shoulder, then I drop that like a hot potato. Then suddenly I have that beer. I have an extra beer. I go to a party and I, oh, what the hell, you know, and I I have a couple of beers and then all of a sudden it's, you know, kind of slippery slope stuff. Um, I get back into sugar. I get back into dairy. I skip one training session. I let myself off the hook in terms of the quality of time and focus that I put into my training session whatever it is, whatever your New Year's resolution was based on, the moment we can let ourselves off the hook, we do. And so we know that we're setting ourselves up for failure. And that's why so many people are saying, I don't do New Year's resolutions. Because they know, they waste their own time. They spend a fortune joining the gym. I mean, this is the, the, the general population, right? These, these big gym conglomerates love the 1st of January that first week in January is when they make their money for the year because people come in, they sign these year contracts based on New Year's resolution and they train for about two weeks for about half a minute and then they are done Um, because life gets in the way, because they're not really that committed, because it was an inconvenience and it wasn't true for them. It was just a reaction to their past. So that's how we roll and that's why New Year's resolutions don't support us. So what does support us? Well, you know, you're an athlete, right? If you're listening to this, it's because you're an athlete. If you're an athlete, you must have goals, you must have ambitions. The question is, have you articulated those? Have you clarified exactly what your goals are? You know, maybe they're big, maybe they're three, four, five-year goals, maybe they are this year goals, maybe they are um, this month, you know, whatever it is but have you articulated them? Are they crystal clear for you? Do you know exactly what you want to do? So if, for argument's sake, you're like me and your goal is to complete Ironman, um, then okay, so by the end of this year, I will have completed Ironman. More specifically, by the 29th of March, I will have completed Ironman, South Africa, Port Elizabeth. Um, But then we can become more specific about that. We can say, okay, so how fast? So if you say, right, I'm I just want to complete it. That sets a particular context for the Ironman and for the training. If you say, I want to do a 14-hour Ironman, that changes the context. That changes your approach to your training and all of your preparation. If you want to do a sub-12, if you want to do a sub-10, um, if you want to win, you know, your context change based on the specificity of that commitment. So be clear that saying, I want to do Ironman, is not just the goal or it's not the goal incomplete. It's not just enough. It's got to be a lot more specific so that you know, because if I say I want to do Ironman, that impacts the way I approach my training. If I If I'm saying I want to do a sub 12, which is my goal, by the way, then I really have to be on top of my training. I need to know exactly what I'm doing in the pool so that my I've already worked out what my time splits are going to be in the in, in the open water swim, in transition one, on the bike, transition two on the run, and and right down to the pace on on in the water, um, my speed on the bike and my pace on the run, and and it's very specific. And and then I've got to train my body up so that I can get there. So if I want to achieve my sub-12 Ironman and I, for argument's sake, have set a goal of running a 5 minute 40 split for the marathon. Well, <laughs> I can't be running 5 minutes 40 um, in my training runs now. I've got to be, you know, pushing at 5 minutes 30, 5 minutes 20, closer to 5 minutes, maybe 5, 5.15 per minute per kilometer so that... Uh, Per kilometer, should I say, for the runs, so that I am building up a different level of endurance in me, so that when I'm doing the marathon, after I've run, uh, ridden on the bike for five plus hours, then I know that I can I can settle into the run at five five uh, 540 per kilometer pace and comfortably finish that, because I've put that work in. But it's changed my entire context. So You've got to be specific about your goals. The question is, why do athletes need goals? Well, it's almost like that's a stupid question, but of course, there are no stupid questions. Do athletes need goals? What do you think? I, I come from the perspective of, you know, for us to move forward in life, we need to know where we're going. So if you set goals, those become the milestones for us to say, well, we're moving in the right direction. We're moving in the direction that we desire for ourselves. So, if you're an athlete, by the way, I'm pretty certain there's a competitiveness inside of you. You know, maybe you want to compete because you want to win, because you want to be the best in the world, you want to go to the Olympics. Um, Maybe you're an athlete because you just want to be better for yourself than yourself. That's okay, but that's still competitive. You are looking to improve yourself, you're chasing a particular growth pattern, and that requires goals because if we don't have goals, then we're relying on circumstance, luck, and, uh, I don't know, a bit of voodoo to achieve results. You know, if the circumstances and the stars align and, and, you know, my star sign says, um, and Mercury isn't in retrograde, well, then I'll be lucky enough to run a a, a sub two half marathon. Um, But, you know, if I have a bad day, tough luck. Well, we know that that's not how it works when you're running. We know that that's not how it works in in athletics in sports. If you want to win, if you want to achieve results, if you want to hit particular milestones, you've got to set them as goals and you've got to specifically and systematically work towards them. Otherwise, you know, you you're you're smoking opium. <laughs> uh, I heard that phrase a few years ago, and I think it's very uh, appropriate. So my challenge to you is to sit down and complete 2019 for yourself, complete the year past, have a look at what worked, what didn't, all of that stuff that I spoke about. And then have a look at, so based on what you've seen for the year past, what are you committing to achieving in the year ahead? And please notice the language that I'm using. I'm not saying what would you like to achieve? What would you hope to achieve? What will you try to achieve? That's bullshit. You know, if you're going to mess around in that space, you're not challenging yourself. You really want to make a difference in the way you perform. And by the way, this isn't only sports, right? If you want to, if you, and, and test this, if you want to change the way you parent, if you want to change the way you, um, you, you approach your relationships, if you want to change the results you get out of your, your work environment, your teams, whoever you work with or train with or compete with or compete against then you need to be really clear and committed. And it's the same process. So my challenge to you is define specific goals that you want to work on and, uh, and write them down. Uh, you know, choose three, maybe five big, specific, um, real stretch goals for yourself for the year and then you know, have a look at what are the milestones that you could be working on that not could that you should be working on month by month, no day by day, week by week, month by month, systematically building up to achieving those big goals. And how are you going to hold yourself accountable on these smaller steps so that you can achieve the big goal? You know, one of the things that we set uh, that that keeps us from setting the big goals is we become a little bit intimidated. You know, who am I to set that goal for myself? Who am I to decide that I'm going to do a sub-12 Ironman on my very first Ironman? I mean, the answer is no one, right? I'm no one special. I'm no, I'm no special athlete. But I have the potential in me. Um, it's going to be a massive stretch out of my comfort zone. But is it realistic? Yes. And if I dare, then I may get there. And then the question is, how do I turn the may, the possibility of it, into reality? So do you see the secret formula coming together? Be clear about what you want to achieve. Don't be scared by your goals. But then you've got to have a look at what do I need to do as systematic small steps so that I can get there. One of the other things that is so intimidating about these big goals that we set for ourselves is that they're big. I mean, if I look at myself today, can I do a sub-12 Ironman today? Hell no. Could I do a sub-12 Ironman in three months' time? Yes. If I've broken down into small steps, systematically, the the process of developing myself to get there. And the same applies for everything. You know, in weightlifting, if you want to go up, and it sounds like nothing, but if you want to go up five, ten kilos on your max lifts, on... uh, uh, clean and jerk or on your snatch that's huge especially when you're operating in the, in, in you know the the uh, the higher levels of weightlifting that's a big thing how do you get there you know chances are it's going to take you most of the year to get there but what are the incremental growth steps that you're going to take to get there so that you can get there then it becomes less intimidating so don't be intimidated by your dreams don't be intimidated by the size make a choice make a commitment and make it measurable. And then break it down into smaller steps. How are you going to get there? And if you have those goals, then you're moving in the right direction. And then you are putting meaning into the year. And you have the opportunity to be fulfilled. And you have the opportunity to be to achieve the success that you're looking for. And so that is my challenge to you. One final note. And I just want to say this. You know, you've got to be Realistic. It's very different to say I want to complete an Ironman. I want to lift ten kilos heavier on my on my max snatch. Um, I want to uh, run a a sub four hour marathon. Um, you know, those are that's one thing. But for me to set those goals and then systematically take twelve months to achieve them with my domain of power, my capabilities as an athlete right now, over the next 12 months, it's realistic for me to achieve those. But if I set as a goal right now, I want to go to the Olympics and row for South Africa. I'm smoking my socks, never mind opium. I'm smoking the strongest that you can find because honestly speaking, I will never row for South Africa. And I just got to be honest with myself about that you know, first of all, I'm about half a meter, if not more, too short. (laughs) So I'm not tall enough. I'll never get selected. I don't have enough uh, length in my wingspan to be sitting in a boat and competitive. Second of all, I'm too old. Third of all, you know, it's a very competitive space. And I've been out of rowing now for the competitive rowing for close on 30 years. So for me to have that as a goal for this year would be unrealistic. So the question is, is your goal realistic? And you need to be honest with yourself. If I have a look at Ironman right now, you know, I've been putting in the training. It's current for me. I'm riding my bike. I'm putting in 15 plus hours a week. I'm doing a lot of work. But even for me to say, I'm going to do a sub 10 hour Ironman, is ludicrous. It's, it's out of my, uh, domain of power because I'm just not fast enough in my swim. I'm, I'm not fast enough on the bike and I'm not fast enough on the run. Could I get there? Yeah, I really do think I can, uh, give me two, three more years in the sport. And, uh, definitely I'll, I'll, that'll be a, a really serious consideration for me. But right now it's out of my domain of power. It's even more out of my domain of power to to have a look at you know getting a slot for the world championships on a half Ironman or or a full Ironman. I mean, I just look right now at where I'm sitting in my age group vis-à-vis my competitors, and uh, I, the guys who do qualify for world championships, I'm I'm kind of in the in the C batch, and they're in the A plus plus batch. You know, to, to create some kind of a <laughs> a separation in, in class. Um, these guys are elite athletes as age groupers. So I'm not there yet. I, I need a lot more time, maybe four, maybe eight years in the sport before I could be considering something like that. So then it's in my domain of power. So I systematically work on my goal and put it within my domain of power. Then it could become realistic. And then there's some goals that just never will happen. I will never run a sub-two-hour marathon like Elliot Kipchoge did earlier last year. I will never do that because I don't run like him. I'm not built like him. I don't have the physical being that he has. And I never will. And I have to embrace that, accept it, and look elsewhere for my challenges. So I need to leave that note with you. Just to wrap up, set yourself up for success. And I wish you every success. I wish for you a year that is going to shoot your lights out, be absolutely fantastic for you. Make sure that you complete 2019. I've covered that. You know What worked? What didn't work? No. If you want to complete 2019, have a look at all of your goals, all of your ambitions, see how close you came, and then do the debrief. What worked? What didn't work? What can I take forward? What do I leave behind me? What do I close the door on? And then what do I need to do so that that can be complete. And then set yourself up for for success in 2020. Clarify your goals for yourself. Choose three, four, five really meaty, challenging goals that are realistic and achievable within your domain of power. And then put solid commitment and a a step-by-step framework in place to achieve them. And let me know how you go. I'd love to know and you know I'd love to know what your thoughts are on this I'd love to know you know share what your goals are challenge me on this yeah let's 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 have a conversation and of course you can get us on uh, on Instagram at performance mind essay you can get us on Facebook performance mind and uh, and of course follow us on the uh, on the podcast channels so all the best for your year ahead and I can't wait to engage with you and hear what else you have to say have a great one cheers Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode. I hope that it added insight, perspective, and some value that you can walk away with. If it did, then please subscribe here so that you can access all of my podcasts, recorded and future. And why don't you follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Rienzo Colpo. That's R-I-E-N-Z-O-C-O-L-P-O. And then while you're there, why don't you drop me a comment, share your thoughts, share your challenges, and please share what you'd like to hear more about. To achieve all of your potential and to start believing in yourself, I want to support you to unlock your mind and to train a performance mind. So I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for your time. And remember, in the words of Elliot Kipchoge, No human is limited.